Welcome to the world of The Last of Us, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the upcoming HBO television series for The Last of Us and the Naughty Dog video game series of the same name. I'm your host Matthew and uh, it's been a while since I've actually done an episode. Uh, there's not been much happening with the show, there's been a few casting announcements, that kind of stuff, but I think uh, just for an update for the podcast I suppose, um, in in terms of talking about the TV show I think I'm going to wait for the first trailer. And then we'll talk about that next time. So there's that. Um, but let's talk about the Naughty Dog video game series. And specifically The Last of Us Part 2. And specifically um, who has got the better weapons and levels in terms of Ellie and Abby. Of course spoiler warning if you've not played The Last of Us Part 2. Because I'm going to be getting into details regarding the levels and talking about... Um, encounters with different characters, the weapons that they've both got, and the fact that Ellie and Abby are both playable characters in this game. Uh, so what I'm going to do, um, I'm going to quickly spell check something I've got written down because it's really bothering me. There we go. I'd spell Ellie with one L and that was really annoying me. Uh, but now that I've corrected that, um, I'm going to be going through and uh, talking about what weapons they've both got, so Ellie and Abby. And also talking about their encounters and ultimately of the three days, so Seattle day one, two, day one, two, three, and then Seattle day one, two, three for Ellie and Abby, which ones have got the better gameplay sections and which ones, uh, or the harder gameplay sections as well, and which ones, which of the two of them have got the better weapons, because of course they don't use the exact same stuff, they use similar stuff. Uh, they both have shotguns, for example, but different types of shotguns and that sort of thing. So, I'm going to give you my answer now as to which one I think is better, and then I'm going to tell you why. Now, before I do tell you that, um, the idea of this is not to discuss which character I think is best in terms of personality, choices, writing. It's got absolutely nothing to do with that. This is simply discussing the weapons they've both got in terms of a gameplay sense, which weapons are better to use, more fun to use, preferable, and which gameplay sections are, let's say, better to play through or more difficult to play through out of the two of them. So whether you don't like Abby, you think she's a terrible character, or you don't like Ellie for some reason, um, that's not relevant here. Because whether I do or don't like either of them is also irrelevant here. I do like both of them, by the way, very much. But in terms of whether you like the characters or not, that is not relevant for this specific discussion. Anyway, Ellie is the better one to play as in the different sections. Again, nothing to do with character. Um, Ellie has got, in my opinion, the better weapons. She's also got... She's also got far less... See the interesting the, the 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 overall interesting outline between the two of them and now I've I've just as of a few hours ago finished my sixth playthrough which was the grounded playthrough which I got for the trophy I've now got all 28 trophies which is great um so after playing the game six times for different collectibles different things different reasons Ellie has got the better weapons and the easier sections to go through. She absolutely has. But what's interesting about that is. There's certain times I was going through one of Abby's sections. And I was thinking. 
I wish I had one of Ellie's weapons instead. And Abby's sections are also harder to get through. Because on all six of my playthroughs, it took me longer. It took. It definitely took me longer to get through Abby's three days as opposed to Ellie's. It definitely took me longer, and I definitely died more on Abby's sections. Again, not not a knock against her character or anything like that. Um, it's just Abby's got the harder sections. Now, I think in general on this game, again after six playthroughs, which is quite a lot of experience. Infected are a absolute bugger to deal with in this game. I much, I was much, much more comfortable. Uh, comfortable, sorry. Whether it was as Ellie or as Abby facing against the human characters, they are much easier to deal with. Which might sound strange because they can shoot back and the infected can't. But getting into like the melee combat with the human characters is far better. Far easier than doing it with the infected characters. Because things can happen. Like if a clicker's coming up behind you. And you're in the middle of melee combating. One of the. Whether it's a runner or what, whatever it is. A clicker will just come up behind you. And just got your neck. And that'll be it. Um, bloaters are. Annoying to deal with. Um, stalkers are kind of annoying to kill. Um. Or stalker, uh, bloaters, or uh, what's the other big ones called? There's another one that's that's there as well. The the big the big enemies. There's two different ones. One's called bloaters. I can't remember the name of the other ones. They are really annoying to deal with. Um, humans in the specific melee duels that you'll be doing, so dodging and attacking, are much slower than humans. Uh. Sorry, the, the yeah, the the infected are much quicker than the humans to to attack because things like runners, they're like fast little scampering little annoying things. Stalkers are much faster. Clickers, you can't melee combat anyway, and bloaters, you definitely can't melee combat because they'll just shoot out a pus thing and just burn you. Um, especially on grounded. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, yeah. On on grounded, uh, on grounded specifically, infected are very difficult to deal with. Um, yeah, very difficult to deal with. Uh, but that's my overall general sentiment. I think now I don't think <coughs> that I prefer Ellie's sections because they're easier and because she's got Ellie's got less infected set pieces to deal with than what Abby has. Much less. But I kind of noticed during um, Ellie's playthrough, she's because obviously she's going for the um, Abby's friends, right? Mel and Owen and Jordan and everybody else. And obviously, as she's going through those encounters, she's encountering the WLF and the Seraphites, or the Wolves and the Seraphites, and she's not coming across as many infected because of the areas that she's going to. Um. It's interesting. It's very interesting. So, anyway, let me go through each of their weapons. I've got them all written down. Um, and we'll kind of talk about it from there. So, Abby's weapons are the rifle, which you can get a scope for. The shotgun with alternate fire rounds. A crossbow. A flamethrower. A pistol. They've both got pistols. A hunting rifle. So, like a little, small little pistol. A hunting pistol, I suppose it's called. And a pipe bomb. 
A big minus for Abby's character is she doesn't have the stun grenade things that Ellie's got or the plantable mines that Ellie's got. She doesn't have either of those. So that's a big, big minus point for Abby. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself, or maybe both, depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, so she doesn't have the um, stun grenade type, like the makeshift stun grenades or the plantable mines. Because um, there's even a little tidbit in the um, the Abby versus Ellie fight, the one in the theatre, um, where in the third phase of that fight, I think it is, Ellie starts planting planting um, the placeable mines, and Abby sort of is like, "Oh my god, like, what 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 are you doing now?" kind of thing, because um, she doesn't like use them. Now the shivs are very useful. Um, you do have Abby that has shivs, but I'd much rather have the plantable mines or the stun grenade things. I'd much rather have those. Uh, so she's got those. Um, so I, I suppose that because shotgun with alternate fire rounds, that's good. The rifle is quite good. Um, I didn't find myself using the scope with that so much though. Um, crossbow's too slow. Now crossbow it the the weapon itself the crossbow is a slow weapon right we've seen it on like Walking Dead with Daryl and we've seen it on various other things because you have to pull the thing back and click it in place and all that kind of stuff and even with the faster reload like fully upgraded um, crossbow it's still too slow but that's that's more of a knock against at the crossbow weapon itself 
than Abby's arsenal of weapons, but um, she still has it, so it's still not as good. The flamethrower is good um, if you can get enough ammo for it. Um, I actually found myself a few times, like specifically on my grounded playthrough, where I would have been, I would have saved my flamethrower ammo for like clickers and bloaters and all that kind of stuff, not like runners or whatever. I would save it for the more difficult enemies like stalkers, clickers, bloaters, those sorts of enemies. And I would think that at some point they were dead because they were like almost burnt to a crisp and they still weren't and I get caught out, but maybe that was my fault. Um, so the flamethrower is not like, maybe that was because it was grounded and it required more damage and stuff. The only time where I found the flamethrower legitimately useful was in the Rat King fight. Like, you pull that thing out at the start of the fight and you just start letting it burn. Because unless I was in an emergency situation where I was out of everything else, Flamethrower would be the last thing I'd equip in my, in my general fights and combat. Um, if I didn't have anything else and there was an enemy near me, I would quickly reload that thing or whatever and use that on an enemy. But I wouldn't be like, yeah, I can't wait to get the Flamethrower out. It just, it was good, but, um, again, really just save your ammo for the Rat, rat King. Especially on grounded, um, save your ammo for, for for the rat king on that pistol. They both have pistols. They're both the same, so no really pluses or minuses there. Um, hunting rifle, uh, the hunting pistol. Sorry, that is quite good. That's maybe Abby's best weapon apart from the shotgun. Um, of course, it's one bullet, so you have got to reload it and that type of stuff. So you have got a bit of time there. Uh, it does come with the scope eventually. That's pretty good. Um. On any level below grounded, I think the hunting pistol on at least clickers, I think, is a one-hit kill to the head, possibly. Um, but the hunting pistol's good. Um, the shotgun's quite good. The flame rounds, obviously, really good with that. Uh, whatever the innocentary rounds, or whatever they're called. So the two, the only two weapons from Abby's arsenal that stands out is the hunting pistol and the. Um, shotgun thing specifically the the fire round pipe bomb I much preferred using molotovs I really did prefer using molotovs that depends on how you want to play do you want to blow things up or do you want to set things on fire but I found when I would get Abby's pipe bombs I would see see the difference with, with that right with the molotovs and with the pipe bombs when I was playing as Abby, I felt like, okay, let's throw like a bottle against the wall to try and get the infected in one spot, then throw a pipe bomb, and then watch them all hopefully explode if they stay in the same spot and I throw it in the right place. So there's a bit of like, you've got to almost do like something else to do that, because if you throw a pipe bomb against like one enemy, it's a bit of a waste. It's a bit of a waste. Um, so that comes with like less convenience. Um... So it, it, if you manage to do that with a pipe bomb and you explode loads of like two clickers or something, that's quite good. You just have to get the clickers in the right place for it. And also make sure you don't throw it too close to yourself. Otherwise you'll get blown up. Um, obviously very, very effective against humans. So that was really good. Uh, but pipe bomb, pipe bomb was good. I just preferred the Molotov. So that's pretty much Abby's class. Um... Now the the thing I would say I preferred Abby better with, and maybe they did this on purpose, but with with the melee combat, because uh, obviously Abby uses her fists, obviously she's muscly in that, and Abby, uh, Ellie uses her knife, her flip knife thing, pocket knife thing, 
in general, whether it was against humans or um, infected, obviously you got to be careful with fighting infected with the fists, especially if it's a clicker. You know, you try you try and melee combat a clicker with without like a melee weapon, then you're gonna probably die anyway. Um, but I did find a few occasions where like if I shot a clicker in the leg or something and like took its leg off, I could go over as Abby and like snap its neck. I can't remember being able to do that as Ellie unless there was another different animation but um, in general so in terms of the melee combat obviously if you've got like a hammer or you've got a blade or something then you've got that advantage anyway both characters are are equal on that front because they can both do that same thing but what I'm saying is Abby's fist to fist combat is a lot better than Ellie's knife combat Um, although in terms of stealth fights, Ellie, uh, Abby has to strangle and like snap their neck. That does take longer than Ellie's. Like she'll either slit the person's throat and then stab them in the chest or something. That's really quick. So um, I mean, I think what they're going for generally in the game is Ellie. You do more of the stealth kind of stuff, and you got Molotovs and all that sort of thing. Abby's more of the kind of brute style character where she can use her fists and be a bit stronger. Um, so I suppose that's what the, the the general idea with both of them anyway. But, um, yeah. So for weapons, Ellie wins. For melee combat, like out-and-out melee combat, Abby wins. But for stealth combat, or stealth fighting, Ellie wins on that front. Anyway, let's talk about Ellie's weapons. Um, Ellie has got a bow and arrow with explosive rounds. My favourite weapon in the entire game. The revolver. A pistol, again, same as as um, uh, Abby has got an SMG with a silencer, and that silencer does not break either. Unlike with the pistol, obviously you have to have a can thing on a on the pistol. A sniper with a scope, a pump shotgun, and obviously she's got um, the three better things, which is the stun grenade type things. And the explosive again. It's all about the stealth stuff with that with, with Ellie. I feel because you plant the um, explosive things on the floor, the, the mines, and that's kind of a stealthy way to to kill your enemies. And she's also got the um, actual stun grenades, things, the homemade stun grenades. I'm not sure why they didn't give Abby something similar with that. I'm not sure, but anyway. Um, because it's interesting because Abby comes from like an army kind of group based sort of thing. But they don't really have anything like that. Um, obviously they both got things like bottles and bricks. Obviously that's a staple of the Last of Us series. Uh, both have things like medikits obviously. Or health packs uh, that they can both use. Uh, Ellie doesn't have shivs of course. For some people that's going to be a down thing. But again that's more of the brute approach of like. You're getting up close with like a clicker or a stalker. And you can use the shivs and like. Get a bit more stuck in. Again the stealth approach as opposed to the brute sort of approach. Um, Ellie's bow and arrow with explosive. Whether it's the explosive arrows or the normal arrows. Is the best weapon in the game I think. Um, The bow and arrow itself is also much 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 faster to shoot. Much faster because you don't have to reload the thing. Sure you have to pull the string back but. You still have to do that on a crossbow anyway. You just have to click it in and load it. Um, I also just found the the general bow and arrows as opposed to the crossbows much better to use. Much more better for stealth. 
uh, much quicker. Um, I suppose that Ellie is the more sort of sneaky, agile character. So that makes sense. But man, when you get those uh, explosive arrows, they are really, really good. They are really, really, really good. I think the only thing that they don't work on properly in the game is the armoured clickers, but there's not very many of those in the game anyway. Um, a bit of a minus point for Ellie. Her revolver is not as good as the hunting pistol, but the advantage with the revolver, obviously, it's got six... six um, uh, bullets ready to go, as opposed to Abby, who's got the one. And if you if you miss that shot with Abby, you're in a little bit of trouble, as opposed to Ellie. So you've got a weaker gun, but one that's faster. Obviously, the pistols are pretty much the exact same. Both have got um, the silencer that you can equip. The SMG, um, where I found the SMG actually quite useful, because I didn't go for headshots with it, really, was if you wanted to just spray the enemies a bit, a little bit, the spray and pray Call of Duty type thing that you can do, because I did find sometimes if I was shot by an enemy or knocked down by an enemy, and I can quickly switch to my SMG, you shoot those legs, you shoot those legs with that SMG, um, it's very very good, very very good for doing that. Um, so that was that was pretty good. The, the the SMG does have a little bit too much recoil, but it's it's still quite good uh, sniper with the scope the sniper is much much better than the rifle the rifle is good again I, I almost feel like with with Abby the rifle choice is more of the spray and pray hope type of approach um, as opposed to because it's sort of, obviously it's not as fast as the SMG but you can sort of shoot multiple rounds off um, the sniper the sniper sort of, you know, if you want to pick enemies off from distance, obviously it's got no silencer on it. So it's a bit, it's almost like an alter, alternative for, if you get caught out or something and you've got the bow and arrow, you put that away for the stealth stuff. And then if you've got rifle of sniper rounds with Ellie, that's when you get that out for, for the long range stuff. Uh, if you're in full on kind of combat or if you've got infected with you, because obviously it's a, a uh, very powerful weapon so you can use that against like the more powerful enemies um i think i preferred ellie's pump shotgun as well but obviously i understand the advantage of um the fire rounds but is that the only no because abby's got the flamethrower so that's not her only fire rounds type thing um yeah, I think I just in because you've got more bullets in there as well. Um, again, this might differ per each person's playing style as well. Um, I prefer to have the pump shotgun as well. I also found the spread to be better on on the pump shotgun. There was actually a point I that I did when I was in a section with Dina, and it's where you drop down from the ceiling, and uh, you have a bloater there. And I was trying to like run because you've got to kind of run around in those in those uh, sections of the game. And um, there was a point where there was a, a set of stairs that led to a door. You have to go through the door to progress the level. So you either get through that door, you barge through it if you can, or you kill all the infected and go through it normally. And. There was a point where one of the infected was at the bottom floor with me, but the infected were going for Dina. There was two runners, they were both going for Dina. The bloater was going for me because of course it was. <laughs> um, and I managed to do this shot 
I don't think I got, I don't think I made a clip of it actually. Um, where basically I managed to line up a headshot and a leg shot in one go. So because one of the runners had run to the top of the stairs, their legs was in my view or their feet, and because one of the the other runners was at the bottom of the stairs, their head was on the same level as the other runners' feet and legs. So I shot. Obviously, got spread with the shotgun. I shot that off. And what that allowed me to do was effectively kill both of them because obviously I've got a headshot there and I took out the other runner's legs which effectively you just go over to it, you melee it or you, you know, step on its head. I don't remember being able to do that with the shotgun. The shotgun was a bit more... Because um, in general a barrel, double barrel shotgun won't have as much spread as a pump shotgun. Um, if you've got a shorn off shotgun... That's where you can get a bit more of the spread. But um, Abby's got a long, a long double barrel shotgun is what she's got. So, but I suppose the idea there was like, you know, the fire rounds and stuff, which were pretty good. So, um, but nothing, nothing that Abby's got is as good as the bow and arrow that Ellie's got. And Abby doesn't have, like, like I said, the two biggest minus points for me is Abby doesn't have explosive mines or the stun grenade things and that was a big big minus point for me so um and the pipe bombs again that's just not my preferred way to play because if you cover if you literally cover certain areas in fire um it's very useful it's very useful and that's what you can do with uh with ellie's uh molotov things which was good um yeah as i said stealth combat is much better with ellie um, the knife to knife combat I did find a little bit more difficult, so there was that as well. Uh, I don't think I'm forgetting anything with that. Um, no, I don't think I'm forgetting any any weapons or anything that you can particularly use. Uh, I think they can both do jump kills from heights. Like if you jump off a ledge, I'm pretty sure that they can both do that. Um, obviously Ellie does that more specifically with her knife. But no, no, no specific weapons I think I've missed. So, here's where things get interesting as well. This is my last bit of notes. I wrote down the specific difficult sections for both characters. Now, because I don't feel like there's any section in this game. And what I'm talking about with this specifically, because I've obviously done multiple playthroughs and I know when certain things are coming up, certain set pieces... I'm specifically talking about difficult set pieces where you get up to it and you go, oh god, it's this section with these enemies and I'm going to struggle on this part. And I don't, whether it's from Ellie's or Abby's sections, I don't recall any human sections coming up where I thought, oh god, I'm going to have to get past this part. Because again, I think humans in this game are easier to kill than um, infected. Especially when you have multiple infected after you and you've got clickers and stalkers and bloaters and bloaters and all that kind of stuff. So here's what I've got written down for both characters. Abby, Rat King. One of the hardest parts of the game. Um, then I've put Waiting for Lev and Abby with Infected Scene. This part specifically, so when it's when you push them through the bit above the door and then the door's stuck and they have to go and get help and then I think Lev comes out of one of the, the vans on the other side and then you climb through the window eventually. But you have to hold off the infected until then. It's a very cramped area. There's not a lot of room to run around and stuff. 
Uh, there is a lot of walls and things. Um, this part on Grounded probably took me about six attempts to do. Uh, it's all about planning and strategy. Like, make sure you've got the right weapons equipped. Make sure you've got them reloaded. Um, try and learn patterns of where certain clickers come from and that type of stuff. And, like, where you can run to avoid certain enemies. Because you don't have to kill all the enemies. You just have to survive long enough and then press X or triangle or whatever over by the van when the when the prompt comes when Lev's comes back and the prompt comes up. Um yeah, it was very, very difficult to do with uh with Abby. Because um, even when I did my very light permadeath per chapter playthrough, which was my fifth one, I still found it a bit difficult. The reason I found it a bit difficult then is obviously you start from the beginning of the chapter. So yeah. Um, I think I died once on very light, and I made it through the next time, but grounded, whew, grounded, that was probably the most difficult section to do on grounded, um, Rat King is really, really difficult as well, um, the difference there, Rat King, obviously you have the, uh, stalker that breaks off, um, that stalker's not really an issue until you kill the Rat King, if you can run away from the actual stalker and just focus on the Rat King, it's a bit easier, but obviously the difference there with Rat King, if you try and run near that thing, it will pick you up and snap your neck. So you've got that's a that's a proper run and gun area. You run, you reload, you stop, shoot, run, reload, stop, shoot. You know that kind of thing. And you have to do kind of a similar thing with the uh, infected scene I just mentioned. The difference there is you've got like. You've got somewhat... Well, you haven't got a Rat King. That's a bit that makes that bit easier. And you've got, like, easier things to fight, like runners and that type of stuff. So, yeah. Then I've put um, bloaters and clickers with Lev. So this is the section... Um, there's actually... This is this is where you're um, near the elevator and you have to pry the door open... Um, this section is probably the easiest of the of the three of them. I found um, I got kind of lucky on my grounded playthrough of this because I was able to run to the end. I had a pipe bomb on me, and because sure, bloaters are very dangerous, but they are also slow. And the clickers and that somehow hadn't caught up to me yet. And obviously, you do have Lev. Lev is a very good uh, AI companion as well. Uh, he is. Um, He's quite effective with his bow and arrow, I, I find. Um, as opposed to maybe Jesse or maybe Jesse or Dina. Um, Jesse's not great as an AI companion. Dina, I did find she was killing some actual enemies, but Lev was actually killing the most. I found in all my playthroughs. Um, so he will kind of take care of some of the stalkers and clickers and whatnot, some of the smaller enemies. But if you can run past that bloater, and if you happen to have a pipe bomb, I happen to have three on me at the time. I threw one of them, turn around, because obviously you can't throw things behind you. I turned around, threw one of those on the ground, ran towards the elevator, let that kind of... I don't know if it actually did blow up. I think it did. And then I managed to just get the elevator pride open in time. Um, the bloater wasn't actually dead. I don't know what happened to, to my actual pipe bomb, but it clearly distracted them long enough or whatever. So there was that. Uh, so those are the three specific sections again. Only infected areas that really stand out. I do not have anything written down for Ellie. 
because she has got infected sections. I suppose there's the one scene, scene, the one set piece that I mentioned where I got that double kill. But I found that far easier than the three I've just mentioned, so it didn't even really come to my mind until now. But because even on my grounded playthrough, which is the hardest one, uh, you run around a bit, and you because if you get those clicker uh, bloaters, I think there's two of them in that level. You get them to try and chase you, right? Try and maybe try and take one of them out, um, and leave the other one, but keep running, keep running around so it attempts to follow you, but it it won't it won't catch up to you because it's too slow. Because even when it does its charged runs, if you've already turned around the corner and run off, obviously Ellie is the quicker character um, out of her and Abby. You you can avoid that thing if you just kind of keep running around. And then uh, Dina was shooting a few enemies. Um, and then, like I said, I got that double kill, luckily, on that infected. And then I was just able to burst through the door. Um, but, yeah. So, other than that, I don't remember... And again, i played this game six times. I don't remember any massive sections for Ellie, even on my grounded playthrough, where I was going through and I was thinking, like, oh, God, it's this part with the infected with Ellie. There wasn't really anything... Um, the only other one I can think of, which is actually not too hard to get through, is um, when you're in that house as Ellie. You climb up on the roof, there's a clicker there, you take care of that, it's not too much trouble. Um, when you get into that house, right, it's the one that right near the end of the game where she's, um, uh, what is it, when she's looking for Abby at the end of the game, and you climb over that wall... Uh, with the other infected, there's only like three of them, and there's one clicker. It's not too, it's not too bad to deal with. Again, that wasn't a section that I was dreading. You climb over that wall, which they can follow you over, by the way. Uh, you climb over that wall, you'll probably get one infected follow you, following you. You can keep running, jump up onto the roof, kill the clicker that's there, and obviously you've got like bloaters and clickers, and I think there's a stalker or something. If you can. Run, I think if you turn right, there's like a door, there's like a window or whatever that's a doorway that's been opened. If you can run through that and avoid the enemies, there is a stalker there. If you kind of throw a bottle at it or something and just stun it, if you can do that and then you do one of those, you hold circle and you dive onto the ground, as soon as you've climbed under that wall, you're clear. And I was able to do that both times on my permadeath run and my grounded run. So that that was a bit of a section where I was like embracing myself here a bit, but it was more about like can I get that run done? And once you, because cut with with that part, it's kind of more that stalker that's hiding around the corner from you. If you stun that stalker, you're absolutely fine as long as you don't stop for some reason or, or whatever. Um, you can drop down from that ledge, turn right, and just run, stun the stalker. Uh, again, she's got the stun grenade, so she can do it with that. Or with a, um, you can throw a Molotov at it, I guess. You can throw a bottle or a brick. You throw that, obviously you've got to get your throw right. Once you've done that, you can run past it. Dive under that wall, and you're clear. Um, and then for the actual rest of the game, you've got those two or three infected that are standing below that wall. You can kill them very easily, because you can just stand there and shoot them in the head because they're below you. And then the entire rest of the game is humans. Uh, apart from the infected that are chained up, but you don't have to interact with those at all. So, yeah. Um, but there's no other sections with Ellie where I was like, 
oh god, I'm dreading this sort of thing. Um, I don't remember any anyway. Um, no, I don't remember any of them. So in conclusion, I think Ellie's got the better sections to play. Whether or not you want something harder to play, obviously, then you'd probably enjoy Abby's sections more. Ellie's got the better sections to play, the easier sections to play, and I think she's got the better weapon. So Ellie's a pretty clear winner for me. Um, There were certain... I did enjoy the melee combat fighting with Abby, but I preferred the weapon fighting and the bow and arrow and the placing mines, and I, I enjoyed that so much more than the combat as as uh, as Abby. So that's my verdict on that. Anyway, um, hopefully I've not left any weapons out, any scenarios I can think of. Of course, if you have your own thoughts, which character did you prefer to play as? Again, forget the personalities of the characters. I'm strictly talking about levels and weapons and which sections you sort of dreaded going through. Uh, Of course, if you played the game once, uh, which that's fine if you did, obviously, you wouldn't really have the whole... I'm dreading this section because you wouldn't know what's coming up, of course. So those people's perspective might be a bit different. Um, but I suppose for those people, was there any sections that you look back on and think that section was really, really hard to get through? Um, I mean, the Rat King, as soon as you see the Rat King in that hospital van, in in, in the ambulance hospital van, it's called an ambulance, uh, if you, it, once you see it and you know you're probably fighting that thing, you're like, oh god. Um, especially as you can like hear it and it's it's brilliant anyway. So uh, anyway, whether you, so you played the game once, six times, ten times, I have seen some people say like, hey, going through this for my 15th time. And it's like, I don't think I could really handle playing this game 15 times. <laughs> uh, but if that's what you want to do, then uh, hey, you're playing, in my opinion, the greatest game ever made. So if you want to play it 20, 50 times, 100 times. You're at least playing something that's really damn good. So there's that. Anyway, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments. Which character do you prefer to play as? Weapons, levels-wise. Which sections were you dreading? And which weapons do you prefer to use? Um, And that kind of stuff. Uh, And did you find it more difficult to play against humans? Because I just found Infected more difficult. Anyway. Let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, whatever you've got. Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. There's also an email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable name in your show notes. Clickable email name, sorry, in your show notes as well. So plenty of ways to get in contact. Um, there's all that. Uh, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, TV, games, films, main night podcasts. Take a look out for all of that as well. Um, so there is all of that. Uh, yeah, if you want to tell other people about what we're doing, where they can find it, if they're Last of Us fans or TV, games, films, May United fans, all that type of stuff, um, you can tell them about our content either by just telling them or using social media. You can also support us through Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, ad-free podcast review options. Take a look at that as well if you'd like to. If you want your up-to-date TV and film news, which there is going to be a lot of television next month in June. So if you want to keep up-to-date with all of that, what's going on in the world of television, cancellations, renewals, new shows, air dates, casting news, of course we have a new Doctor what type of stuff geek town that could ek geek town radio should be your go-to for all of that geek town radio episodes po- uh, post on tuesdays you can either find that on the website geek town ek um or geek town radio on your podcast platforms all that type of stuff uh bex is still streaming regularly over on twitch you can find her streaming 
by searching for Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, go and give her a follow over there, and you can also check out what she's doing on Twitter and Instagram, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, you can also follow me on Twitch as well, at ETalkUK for my different gaming streams, check out all that stuff, um, there will be a video that I'm, because I'm going to actually post this as a um, two-year anniversary thing, so on June 19th, 2022, I'm going to post it on that date, it's currently only the 21st of May, so... I'm going to be posting this a bit later. I also am doing another piece of content. Actually, possibly another two. One of them's already been created. One of them is for um, looking at all the character models in the game. And also attached in the same two-part of video. Uh, is a reading of Ellie's journal. Of course, because she jots things down in her journal. Abby doesn't have one of those, but... Uh, yeah, going through all of that, so that was really, really good, looking at the character models, that type of stuff, so that was cool, that's uh, obviously a video piece of content, but look out for that later, and if I do definitely want to do it, I do have a plan to do it at the moment, we'll see if I actually do it, uh, just my full kind of final review after doing a grounded playthrough and a full like completionist type of review, so look out for that later, but of course I've done my original review after June 19th, 2020, and also did a podcast last year um, after my second or third playthrough. I think it was after my New Game Plus playthrough. Um, which is like the first anniversary podcast as well. So talking a bit more in depth about the story, characters, all that type of stuff. So check all that out as well. Um, but yeah, Twitch, eTalk UK for all that different content, for the video content, game streams and stuff. There's also some Last of Us 2 clips as well um, that I gathered through all my different playthroughs. You can find all of those things, the Twitch stream archives and the game clips, all on our YouTube channel, which is called Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks very much for listening. Happy second anniversary to Last of Us 2. And, uh, yeah, that's it for that. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>